Hello there, Mind Shakers. Welcome to another episode of the Mind Shake Podcast. This podcast has been developing and growing beyond our expectations. And we would like to thank you for your continual support. That's all. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. What's up, guys? Welcome to Season 2, Episode 6 of the Mindshack Podcast. Mindshack is a Generation Z podcast that focuses on discussing societal issues, entrepreneurial leadership, and borders on topics in psychology for Africans. So, please check us out on all relevant social media. That's at mind underscore shack underscore, particularly Instagram, where you get the latest updates about our podcast. So, you can also find us on all podcast platforms, including our newest YouTube channel, and... Today's episode is kind of an exciting one. Today we're talking nine to five jobs or entrepreneurship for career success in Africa. There's a lot that goes into that. It's a bit of a long name too, but we're going to have a little fun breaking down this topic. So we'll be firstly framing what we're talking about and breaking down and sharing opinions on the topic. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling happy. I got my co-hosts with me today. Kwezi, please say hello. What's good, guys? It's crazy. You know the vibes. Uh, I'm excited to talk about this. So, um, as we do, we've always decided to bring on guests in order to break down this topic. Uh, these are guests that are learned in a number of topics, but also particularly this topic. So, I'll give them the opportunity to introduce themselves. Um, we can start off with Tandazani. Tandazani, just say hello to everyone. You can say a little short blurb on what's going on in your life right now. Okay. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Nasipo Tandazani Zudu. Um, I'm from South Africa, and I'm currently doing my BCom Honours in Entrepreneurship, Small Business uh, Management. Uh, I hold a degree in Bachelor of Business Administration, um, and I own a catering events company called Food by the Gift, where we are basically promoting healthy lifestyle and healthy living to almost everyone. And... Um, I'm just so interested about entrepreneurship and skill development, and especially when it comes to uh, sharing those ideas with other young people in different uh, sectors of life as well. So I'm just that kind of person who is always willing to learn and expose myself to different things. And that is one of the reasons why I accepted this invite, and I'm looking forward to learn and share what I already know with everyone today. Thank you. Tandazani. So yeah, we're really excited to break down this topic with you. Um, in order to do that too, we've got a second guest, Vanessa with us. Vanessa, if you could do the same. Hi everyone, my name is Vanessa Ishimwe. I am in Uganda. I happen to be Rwandan, but living in Uganda, I am, I am um, studying business administration at Makere University in, in Uganda. And I'm running two businesses right now, two of them focused on um, creating employment opportunities for young people, especially uh, the people in the refugee camps or in the refugee settlements in Uganda. And one um, is called Youth Initiative for Development in Africa. We focus mostly on education and um, entrepreneurship training. And the other is called Authentic African Works. And it's focused on uh, providing um, skills to the youth uh, in arts and crafts and giving them a platform to express themselves through their art and be able to earn um, a living from that. Yeah, and I am excited to be here. I'm excited to talk about this um, topic today because 
entrepreneurship is something that excites me a lot it's something that i want to do it's something that i want to speak about and every time that i have any chance that i get to inspire another person to join entrepreneurship i'll grab that and this is like one of those chances that i get to to be able to speak about it to be able to speak uh, what i think and what i feel about it and maybe inspire someone somewhere somehow thank you thank you so much vanessa without further ado i'm just gonna get into the first question of the day yeah, I think you both also have in common the fact that you've both grown up in humble beginnings and are basically making a life from that, making a life of yourselves from that. So, Vanessa, I'm going to start with you as you've just ended. Could you tell us about what it was like growing up in a refugee camp in Kayaka, Uganda? We've done our homework a little. Okay. Um, growing up in a refugee camp, it's... Um, at first, it was a very difficult experience, um, getting coming from a very... My family in um, my home country was wasn't we weren't um, badly off like we weren't poor I should say, and then we come to Uganda and then we we get into a refugee camp and everything changes our money goes and then we are unable to afford school fees. My sometimes me and my brothers and my sister would wouldn't um, have a meal on our table we wouldn't be able to we we, we started um, we stopped going to school because we did not have money that is enough to pay for all of us and um, with time we, we kept going back to school back and forth going and coming back and stuff like that and and it was hard there were so very many problems so very many needs that we that i saw around me and i didn't have an idea how to you know solve any of them and it was just basically generally difficult but it taught me a lot it taught me resilience it made me strong i grew up um i can say i grew up a strong person um because i i managed to um grow through all these uh problems and then grow out to become a compassionate person for someone else who is still in the problems that I, I have faced, like who is facing the same problems that I have faced. I am strong now because I understand uh, that problems exist, but also I have found a way of getting out of them. And I am finding ways of making sure that my entire family, my community um, gets out of such uh, problems. Genuinely such a powerful story, honestly. Um, yeah, and that's really part of the big message we're trying to send today the fact that um, we're in africa and as a result it's you can almost put it as we're a step behind to some level just starting off in life you know comparing to first world second world countries so people that are in the people that are born in their environments and really deciding to take up trying to make a change not only for themselves or others are so inspiring Sandazani, i'm going to shift over to you uh what was it like growing up in impangeni how did that shape your worldview? Um, yeah, I believe it's a countryside area in general, so outside of the town. So just tell us a little bit about that. Oh, okay. I really like the part where you 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 emphasized on starting off because that's just how it goes, especially with us uh, developing countries. Uh, I grew up in Dibrurals of Mbangeni, Gwisagamteto, and... I was raised by my grandmother and my mom, very hardworking women. And one thing that I'm always grateful for is that 
they never they never told us to do things but they showed us how to 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 be the women that you are today or to be the people that you are today and they showed us by doing different things and to me i didn't have another option but to also join in and um learn from what they were doing my grandmother was so much into farming and my mom was like um a dressmaker so every time when it was the time of uh growing or selling the crops and everything that the vegetables i'll take them to school and after my mom is done doing her curtains and things like that i'll take them to school as well and that's where i actually learned that you have to put in the hard work in order to get something in return and that's where i actually saw with the okay then you can do business you know that's how business was planted in my mind from like primary school and then after that to go to the supermarkets because my grandmother had a supermarket as well so we had that schedule from a very young age you knew exactly what you're going to do from this time to this time we had like a little time for playing and things like that my friends would come over see me or check out on me i didn't have much time to go out and you know uh play too much but everything was just um like I had a schedule on how to do things and that has taught me so much even when I was away from them when I started my business when I when I came to the University of Guadalajara when I did my first year uh I think it it was those teachings that we like they were planted in my mind and in my life from a very young age to take care of yourself to start off um from like uh humble beginnings and to grow something to nurture something and that's that's basically was my my childhood and growing up it was it was all about you got to do something and whatever you hand find to do you must do it with all might i'm going to go ahead and ask a follow up question self employment versus entrepreneurship tandazani if you could start us off with just framing the two um you're obviously in one space particularly but there's a slice there's a slight nuance difference between self employed and then being an entrepreneur with my own understanding i think i'll touch a lot more on entrepreneurship uh basically it's about being able to turn the ideas into action uh it it includes a lot of creativity it includes a lot of uh risk taking uh it's all about saying you know what i'm jumping in in this thing it's 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 basically starting something from scratch and uh with whatever resources that you have it's all about adaptability and hard work it's all about if if you can look now the times uh, that we are in this whole covid thing going around uh an entrepreneur would come up with something and say okay we are in this situation how can we move our businesses into something that is going to suit the situation that we are in so entrepreneurship pushes you to think outside of the box and think outside of the situation that you're going through with the little or enough resources that you have during that specific time and i think as you as you also explained about self employment it's 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 it includes quite different things you can work for maybe like another company 
by just providing your services that you are good at, uh, like providing your services that you are trained for. Uh, it might not be particularly you starting your own business, but it might be like you growing your own brand or growing yourself as a brand. But also you hear some people saying, uh, I'm self-employed because they're entrepreneurs, because they've started their businesses and they're running their businesses. The one thing I'll also just like add is the fact that like, in the self-employment entrepreneurship space, um, you fully defined it. Self-employment also is the sense that I feel as though you've been limited for choice. You've ended up mm. self-employment in the sense that you might have not had skills that allowed you to get a job. And so now you're put in a position where you need to somehow make money um, mm. in order to make ends meet. And then entrepreneurship, on the other hand, is sometimes quite often people that, are, that have certain skills that could allow them to get jobs, but they've decided to take on some kind of problem in the community. And through their businesses, they've decided to basically take them up themselves. So in that light, um, Vanessa, I'm going to swing it over to you to kind of just frame as well the way you think of it. Maybe you can touch a little bit of your like personal journey within it. Uh, I'd love to hear this. Well, um, my take won't be different from um, what everyone else has said, um, because I think entrepreneurship is basically what you've just said, finding a need and then, I mean, getting and identifying a need and then uh, finding a solution to it. How you decide to monetize it and make your enterprise is, I mean, it's up to you, but either way, whether for-profit, non-profit, that would be entrepreneurship. And self-employment, I kind of feel like um, it's similar to, to entrepreneurship because in some way, whether you identified the need uh, because, uh, because you maybe didn't have enough skills to get you employed or you didn't have um, the capital to, to, I don't know, to, to start a, a business, a big business, because many times entrepreneurship is considered as, you know, having a lot of money, you start with a lot of money, you have uh, a very huge company and maybe you're employing like 50 people in your company, but entrepreneurship is just identifying the need um, in, in the particular situation. It could be even at your place of work. It could be at your place of work where you're employed, but you're able to identify the need um, in, in, in what you're doing and then you find solutions. Then you're thinking like an entrepreneur and a self-employed person, uh, whether they are at a very low level, because most in many cases, those people whom we are considering self-employed in this particular case, they end up growing their business. Uh, well, not many of them, but maybe a few of them, also many of them in particular depending on where their locations are um, they end up growing their businesses and when they grow their businesses and they're employing one or two other three more people i kind of feel like it becomes entrepreneurship so which means both of them could be kind of like um similar right now we're going to a quick break this break is one to say thank you thank you to you our listener for your feedback for engaging with our podcast on our various social media as we work to improve and incorporate it. We urge you to continue to do so as we set sail. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Yeah, that's really interesting. But what I really enjoy about these two answers, first of all, they come from two entrepreneurs and they perfectly fit my next question. <laughs> so 
before we even came to this topic, I always like this question of ourselves, why are entrepreneurs praised? And when it comes to the nine to five, it's almost bashed, almost diminished, almost seen as less than. Um, I've, I've had that and I've seen that quite a lot of times and we experience it almost every day. Uh, if you have been exposed to a nine to five job and you are an entrepreneur, you have more information, more skills, more ways of running your business because you've learned from somewhere. So I'm not that kind of entrepreneur that bashes out the nine to five because I feel like everywhere you go, you learn something. Some people start off um, as, as, as uh, like um, people working for other people and they learn like different things and they get exposed to how to run. They make mistakes in those companies first before they can even know how to start and run their businesses. So now they have more full information on how to, uh, maybe if they were in like marketing uh, in that company, now they have more information. Now they have more experience before they even go to starting their businesses. So uh, it's not a lie. You always get that people saying ah, stop working for your own boss and things like that but to be honest not everyone can be an entrepreneur not everyone have a spirit of uh, uh, persisting and not everyone can stand the pressure of uh, or the pressure that entrepreneurs go through and we have to accept that and not everyone because we need to balance everything out like perfectly we also need different professionals we need people working in different uh, industries because if we all go into entrepreneurship, then who's going to take care of other sectors? So I feel like it's very important to find um, your 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 space. People always talk like if you do something, they will talk. If you don't do anything, they will talk. So it's 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 very important to find what really aligns with your passion and what really aligns with what you uh, would like to 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 bring in this world. And that's even the question I wanted to ask Vanessa. Do you think people don't know how hard it is to be an entrepreneur or the responsibilities that come with it, the risk that you take? Well, um, I personally think everything um, will be hard if um, I think nothing is easy, really. Being an entrepreneur is not easy. Working for some boss is not easy. Life in general isn't easy. You know, so you just, someone was saying uh, that you just need to choose your kind of hard. You know, everything is hard, so you're just going to have to choose your kind of hard. I I believe everything is has its own challenges. And what I would say is um, I wouldn't really despise anybody's position, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're being employed. Because we all have choices and we all have work, what works for us. We all have what we feel comfortable with, what we are passionate about and what we can handle. We're given different gifts, we're given different talents, we are able to do different things. And an employee who works from nine to, uh, well, to five, they, I need them. You know, I am, I am an employer, I need them. So if I start despising that, what would I be? I need those people to be there also to be able to, if they're able to work for themselves also, it's fine. They can work for me for one year, maybe as they're trying to figure out uh, their capital and then they go and, and, and work on something else. And then I get someone else, they get trained, they work with me and then they go. It is totally fine. That is how we get to develop when we understand that we all need each other. We need to 
to, to help each other the entrepreneur or the person who is working who is being employed they are equally um important they're equally facing challenges the the only difference i can say maybe is uh that the entrepreneur doesn't um like they don't have let's say a fixed income if you look at the income sometimes it is good sometimes it is bad sometimes it is more challenging than the other time sometimes you you, you you're almost like winning the jackpot sometimes it's 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 very very bad while the person who is working from nine to five they know i am going to earn my one million and that's it for at the end of the month by doing abcd chores or abcd tasks stuff like that so i i overall think and believe that everyone is important in their space and all this we need to develop all this the entrepreneur and the person who is working maybe for the entrepreneur and planning maybe to be their own entrepreneur in the future we all need that to succeed and we need to respect each and everyone's decisions to succeed okay vanessa so i don't bring it back slightly you run the youth initiative for development in africa basically to engage young people in education and entrepreneurship and things like that. Basically the space that is not necessarily taught in our schooling environments. I think it's an excellent initiative. From what I understand, it's also in the early childhood development space, which I think is such a strong space for like changing Africa for lasting impact. My question for you, Vanessa, is now shifting more into your entrepreneurial position and role within this organization and basically understanding how well the communities you serve are embracing your programs and why you think they're embracing them? I would say now I can't quantify it, um, how well they're embracing our programs, but for every other young person who comes, who walks up to me and they're like, I want to be part of this program, this program, or every other testimony that I hear from a young person who has gone through our program and they're like, I, I thank you very much because this program has changed my life. I'm able to, I was able to come from point A to, point b and and with time i mean from last year if you look at what, where we were as an organization last year and where we are right now it is completely different even despite the fact that we had uh, covid interrupt the entire world we we managed to still secure support from different people because you know the community where we live in and the community that is um supporting us then the whole ecosystem is, is is there rooting for us because what we are um we are showing some impact on the children the children who who come um to us without uh knowing maybe how to speak or without being able to write or without being able to speak any word in english and they leave the school able to express themselves and a young person who comes to us with maybe a business idea and then within the six months that we train them they are able to 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 think of an idea and later develop the idea to make sure that they employ themselves and also employ other people other young people within the community that alone i look at and and i know that we are doing something as an organization so why did you decide that space is important? I kind of said on my part, the sustenance of the of that early childhood educational space. Why did you think that was an important space for you? I wish I could tell you my, um, the proverb in my language that says, a tree is, you know, unbent or made straight from the childhood, from its, its young stage. And I guess that's, um, 
that's basically what we focus on uh, the very young people if you want to change if you want to have um, a lasting change and a change from the very beginning stage of a person or of a country or of a community then we have to start with the very young people you know early childhood development i think that's the stage where a child is able to uh, to learn i mean the first things they learn when they are young they are it's 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 hard in in most cases for them to forget them and also i i I wanted to be in the space of in, in the education space, particularly in the early childhood development, because it was a lacking. Um, there was a need for that in my community. There was a need for that. There weren't so many early childhood development centers. There were so very many children not attending school, and that would affect them for the rest of their entire um, learning cycle from for the rest of their entire academic um, journeys. And so we decided we could, you know, fill that gap and uh, teach the kids, give them um, and hope and um, give them hope and uh, for a brighter future and give them a very good foundation in education and hope for the success of the community through them and other young people. Thank you for talking about education. So I wanted to ask you, Tanzani, and since you work with these young women, I wanted to know, what do you think about education? to empower them i think personally education has played quite a huge role to me and to the person that i am today and whenever we host those events we try by all means to cover uh everything basically um and trying to give them options and not to like give them only one thing to believe that it could work for them um I'm that entrepreneur who believes that education is very important and what you learn, like most of the things that we learn maybe in school or uh, different uh, institutions can also assist you to be a better person. So uh, we try to provide different uh, people coming from different universities as well, speaking about different opportunities that our young women and also young men, because it, it differs with the uh, events that we host. So we try to include both. Um, so we do invite also lecturers from different universities and try to give uh, our, our, our young girls and men uh, talk around education and the importance of education and believing that uh, education is one of the keys that we can use to change the world. I, I remember growing up, I was that young girl, I used to have a conversation with myself going to school because like we walked to school uh, since I was like from deep in the rurals from a very, very young age, like primary school, I used to have those conversations with myself. I'd look around and say, I'd like to be the change and I'd like to, to learn and expose myself to different things. And education has definitely been one of the things that has helped me so much because running the business and people like getting invited to different places and they're like, oh, wow, she's also uh, studying this and that. And she's also um, uh, running a business. And that will also inspire other young people that education is indeed important. And what, like the different skills that no one can teach you, 
outside of school like you grab all of that information and try to put it out there and with that mindset of saying i want to be the change that i want to see uh i've always uh, been in a position of trying to empower myself and i've been so fortunate to be exposed to other women who are willing to empower me that is why i host those uh, august events and say empowered women empower women we, we're looking at all sectors and we look at education uh, as well because we believe that not everyone can be an entrepreneur other people are academia like by nature and we need their information we need their knowledge in order to tackle some different uh, social issues or other economical issues and political issues like different issues uh, that we face in the world we're also trying to uh, make sure that our young brothers and sisters coming behind us are also benefiting from what we've learned and people that are not privileged enough to be given those opportunities such as education things like that thank you um that's all i can really say at this point you guys have shared so many interesting views um yeah to you tandazani speaking of your experience <clears throat> i think um yeah your experience within the sort of events and the restaurant space your business and how also the projects you're working on are impacting women vanessa on your end tackling it from the root basically and trying to see how there's like long-term change that can be made to the learning things that are outside of the school environment so guys i will say again Thank you very much for joining us for this episode. To anyone that's listening right now, thank you so much for listening. If you've reached the end, we really appreciate it. This was episode six on 95 Jobs and Entrepreneurship for Career Success in Africa. Wow, you listened through to the end? Thank you. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at mind underscore shack underscore. And if you enjoyed it, please like and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform or all of them. There's going to be more exciting episodes to come. So, see you on the next one.